0: To inside your head. Yes, I do. <laughs> a, a band that can laugh at itself and also be excellent musicians. I just hope that they are not too sexy for this podcast. Oh, I'm no. sorry, I had to. I had to do that. <laughs> Welcome. Um, <laughs> Welcome uh, <laughs> boys gents boys I'm not too sure do do, do I say boys gents <laughs> I
1: think gentlemen gentlemen, think
0: gentlemen. right we, sound about nice.
1: gentlemen is is okay
2: yes boys is oh guys know. guys is good yeah guys, Gu- guys. Yeah, yeah, or
0: mates yeah, yeah. we can also go with mates
2: okay. we can go with mates yeah yep, that's all right that's
1: also a condom <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you so much uh for for joining me um fred and richard now for those who are watching let me do this richard richard is the one with the glasses and he's the front man for those who get confused and uh, fred is the one without the glasses um and you are the guitarist are you i'm guessing you write a lot of the music fred
2: uh no we both the music Richard right. plays bass so we write the music together. I, I tend to write most most of, most of the lyrics, but that's um, that, that's not always the case. But it, it tends to go that way. Um, and we, when we write. Richard plays bass. I play guitar. Um, a lot of stuff is written around bass lines, guitar lines. That's sort of how we write a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, no real. There's no real um, process. It's, no, it's, it's quite it's quite sort of uh, you know chaotic. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's the best.
1: It is, yeah. You, you can't. To
0: work with us, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, if we had a formula, um, we'd probably use it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: yeah, but what's... Yeah. You, to, you know.
0: The elephant in the room, though, is that there are two of you, but the band's mm-hmm. missing one of you. There's, there's discrimination happening here.
1: Yes, there is. Yes, well, it, we won't work with anybody who's got more hair than we will. Yes, we have so. Yeah. We, it, it, it was musical differences, um, in the late in the 1997.
2: You mean with Rob? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just all this that we decided we were all going in different directions, really.
2: Yeah, it was. We, we didn't fall out really. no,
0: no, it's chemical. Mm. How yeah. did you
2: how did you come up with the name? Um, I said Fred is a song. Uh, from about 1963, sung by a British comedian called Bernard Cribbins. And um, uh, back in uh, in the in the 90s, um, hey, late 90s, 90s, when you were doing shows in London, uh, you need to get the, um, the 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 gigs into the gig list on Out, and they mm. had a deadline. And and we changed the name of the band a lot, and so we were missing a name at that point. And a, a girlfriend of ours, Katie, she heard the song right, Sir Fred, on the radio. Yeah, and she thought, "What a great name for the band!" So she came and literally knocked on our door uh, that afternoon, and we just, st- we, yeah, great, let's use that. So we did that. That was it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it probably if, if if the band hadn't broken within a year or two, we would have changed the name again. Yeah,
0: probably. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Before we go on, before we go on, I've got to I've got to do you guys some some um, honourable stuff here. I want to read the opening paragraph of Wikipedia. Uh, because it's it's <laughs> it's very impressive i mean let's okay so go with me on this right said fred are a london-based english band formed by brothers fred and richard Fairbros. i love your surname by the way brass fair brass that's that's so british yeah <laughs> in <is> um, <laughs> in 1989 <laughs> uh their achievements include number one hits listen to this in 70 countries including the u.s uk and a number and a number one in japan that's that's fantastic uh they were the first band Mm -hmm. to reach the number one slot in the u.s with a debut single since the beatles that is impressive and uh goes on to say that you performed uh for the queen uh you performed for nelson mandela i'll ask you about that in a sec um and uh you also released a track for comic relief and then it goes on and on but here's the deal you guys are prolific
2: Yeah, we keep we. we, Yeah, yes, it's like a shark. shark,
1: You know, if the shark doesn't keep swimming, it's it's to the floor. So uh, we just keep swimming. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I I, I think what it is because we're um, uh, we're independent and we don't have to run things past record labels and managers. We tend to please ourselves. So when we're writing, we've got a song and we we like it. When we finish it, we just release it. We don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't put out a big promo plan so some of the songs just go by and get ignored and other songs get get some attention get some traction yes. it's just you know and we' don't really pay too much attention to it. and we, we, we it's like um you know if, um, we don't look back and we don't look down we just just we just keep moving sometimes we're successful and many times we're not that's how it is one know? of
1: the things i never really liked about the the old model was the stress related to um releasing a track yeah it was just an there you'd have all the photos and then the press lined up and and then the midweek panic and then the chart position oh it's it was just so much stress around the simple business of releasing a song mm. and hoping people liked it yeah and the whole thing became some kind of all you know machine and i we, it didn't make us happy at all we, we're much happier now just kind of doing
0: what yeah. we do and putting stuff out and hoping
1: people like it. Mm. That's that's uh, it's much less stressful, I think.
0: It's quite yeah. strange though um, that you guys have a knack of writing very catchy hooks.
2: Sometimes, yeah. Yes, we are a bit hook. Uh, We're kind of with, we
1: are obsessed with it. Yeah, we? we are obsessed with hooks, yeah. and we, if we write. I mean, sometimes I listen to other bands. And I'm thinking. You know, uh, oh, that's. I wish we could do that and just kind of moan, mm. <laughs> you know, for a song. Um, we're not like that. No. I mean, we, you know, the minute we sit down and write, we have to, you know, if it doesn't sound like a hook and we can't remember it the next day, um, and it doesn't interest us, we just bin it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty picky like that. I don't think it comes from growing up with artists who were also hook-heavy. Yeah, and like you know, David Bowie all the Beatles or Stones, T Rex, T Rex. You know, these are very hook-heavy. Very there. good yeah. bands, also. Uh, I think, yeah, great bands, absolutely. Mm. Um, so I think that, that obviously, as you grow up, as you grow up, that's that's in your head all the time. McCartney um, is you know second is you know second to none when it comes to the, the hooks. So um, you know, we I think that's part of our it's just part of our upbringing, I think.
0: Well, speaking about upbringing, um, I mean it's very easy to go onto Wikipedia or onto the internet and read about your upbringing. I want to hear from you about your upbringing. Okay, don't go too long because no, we, yeah. to, we don't want to we don't want to frighten away the audience. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll make it quick. We'll make it quick. It's we, just us two, yeah, no sisters, yeah, just two brothers. Um, we were both born in London. I was born out towards the east, which was born out to the west. We were raised in the country near in a town called East um, we I started playing guitar at about. Twelve, I think. That right was one o'clock was <laughs> <tops, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, And um, then I, I, I sort of learned guitar so I wanted to write songs. And Richard uh, um, picked up the bass because he was a Paul McCartney fan, so he started mm. learning bass. Yeah. And then in our mid, sort of mid to late teens, we started doing little funny shows around our, where we lived. And um, we first went out on the road, in um,
3: nineteen
2: seventy-eight. We were on the road with a band called Suicide
3: who were an american
2: electronic duo yeah, yeah 78 and uh we
1: They're like the pet shop boys but on steroids yeah
2: they, they were uh, suicide were really out there yeah. and um we on that tour, we did up we did shows with bands like Toy division oh um, good band was, yeah great band we did some shows with a band called the addicts i think um and and yeah just just random stuff so we would all the way through the very late 70s and through the 80s just mm. On the road, different bands playing and out of record deals. you know?
1: Yeah, uh, London, yeah. London at the time when we did a lot of early pub, pub gigs, a very punk-driven uh, diverse, yeah. circuit. Yeah, and uh, when Fred got up on stage with an acoustic guitar, we died of death pretty much immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was a bit, that period was pretty tricky, and things didn't really lighten up for us until mid, sort of mid-eighties, I suppose, when we began to get a bit of a grip on what we
0: wanted to do. Mm. Mm. And then you and then you mm. formed, right? Said Fred, in nineteen eighty nine, if memory serves. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah,
2: right. we've been in. Uh, we moved to New York in nineteen eighty seven. Mm. We signed a deal with uh, Capital EMI. Uh, that didn't go particularly well. But we lived. We We had New York was fantastic, and, and, it, and it was a real it influenced us a lot. And mm. So when we came back to the UK. I'm too sexy, it was written about some of our experiences because yes. it was the rise of the supermodel. It was, you were the taking no, it the was piss. hedonism was yeah, uh, hedonism, hedonism was through the roof. It was. Um, and uh, it was big hair, big shoulders, it was mm-hmm. a whole thing going on. And so um uh, and and so too sexy drew on that quite quite a lot actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well in, in New York, great it yeah, it great. It was really great.
0: Before we go any further, speaking of I'm too sexy, um I, I yeah. need to just level something with you with you gents. Can I just quickly play your clip?
3: Go okay. okay. Go on yeah, on the catwalk. On the catwalk. Alright. Yep. yeah We need to we
0: need right. to we need to settle something here. What is going on with the see-through shirt?
1: <laughs> we <laughs> We couldn't, the see-through shirts are cheaper than shirts can't see-through. So, <laughs> yeah. We bought, a, I don't know, all that stuff. We didn't have a stylist back then. And that was stuff we just had.
2: Well, we used to go to fetish bars. And we
1: used to go to fetish bars. That see-through shirt that I was wearing was actually mother's.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Can't be.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but we, we had uh, the leather trousers, the stuff, all the stuff we're wearing in the video with our clothes because... Um, we both used to work at clubs. We both mm. used to go to fetish club and again, you know, leather and rubber stuff. So that those those clothes weren't particularly um, uh, new to us. We, we, we used to wear them anyway. Yeah.
0: You wouldn't do that today, like would it. you?
2: Well, no, no, that's years ago. No one wants to see my tits now, <laughs> even me.
3: <laughs>
0: Sorry, I've got a bit of a cold. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Before we go further, there's something else I need yeah. to ask you.
3: Got it. I can
0: count on stand up. There it is again. Yep.
2: Yes. What's
0: that? Uh, again, oh, a see through shirt. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, is I, it a see through? I, I, I don't know. It looks a bit short. Yeah, it was short. also quite yeah. short.
1: It, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, Well, we.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. We just. We had a stylist. We did thing. have a stylist. Called yeah, Michael.
2: Michael Eckstein. Michael, Michael was fantastic. Yeah. And uh, he used to get some great. Clothes, so. Um, I don't remember much about that video to be honest with, you. I remember, um... No, I don't, I remember we had these two really boring girls
1: turn up. I think a lot of the early stuff, drums, I think. a lot of our early attitude to clothes was driven by our first stylist, who was... Uh, yes. Um... Oh, bloody
2: hell.
3: Peter
1: Hawker. Peter Hawker. Oh, no, um, Peter Hawker. And we worked with Peter right from the off, mm. and when we did our first Top of the Pops, Pete did all the, um, all the, all the clothes and everything, and that sort of stayed with us for quite a while, yeah. the attitude yeah. towards those clothes. Um, and we, we, so it's taken us a while to sort of shake it off. We're more relaxed about it now. But we do like, we'd been out on the road last year with a live band and I wore a skirt. I do like doing silly things
2: like that. Yeah, it depends what mood we're in. That's doing.
0: hilarious. Well, I have to then quickly uh, uh, read you a question or a comment. Someone has said here okay. that, um, am, am I stepping out of the closet today? So... I I can well understand that 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 you that you gents have have received a lot of sort of gay iconography Commentary over the yes. years um, Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that was intentional or not
1: Well the gay thing was uh, at the, When the band broke I was living with my other half Stuart mm. and we, we were together until he died of cancer We were together for 28 years. So the gay thing was was a normal part of my life and when the band broke, I, it, that's when it dawned on me that it's going to be such a huge deal. Um, and fortunately, it, it, it isn't so much now. Mm. Um, and I it, it was when we first went out. The our record company assumed that we would have lots lots of uh, gay, like a gay audience, and we actually didn't. Our audience has always been a mixed and family. Yeah, always, always has. I think it's partly because we don't. The thing is, is um, not in the central part of what we do really. It's, it's not really I just,
2: mm. I just do it for twenty eight years and deal, you know. It's like, mm. yeah, we don't we never even thought about it. No, it wasn't until it came out and we saw Paranoia record company um and some media that we even gave any thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: It just it, isn't it, it just parent. isn't something to you guys.
2: No,
1: it's not. I mm. first, don't care. no. I just yeah. um I can remember the first time I had a, a gay experience in London when I was a kid, and it was so dreadful, and I remember thinking, what is all the fuss about? I don't understand this. If if this is anything like what it's like, what are people making a fuss about? I couldn't get it. So um, it's never been, um, no, it's never been an issue for me. And it's partly, I think, because we had good parenting, um, and partly because of the industry that we're in. I'm sure that Mm. if I was a politician, I would be much more cagey about it than, Mm. than, 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 than I am. Yeah. Um, or if I was working in a, in a more straight-laced corporate uh, environment, I'd probably oh. be more, um, more conscious of it,
0: you know. I suspect, I actually suspect um, what has probably accompanied you along the years or uh, throughout the years has been more to do with the fact that some of your extremely catchy uh, tunes are also quite cheesy yeah. today.
1: They, they are quite cheesy, yeah. Mm. And also, I think it's very hard to hit a person that's continually smiling at you. It's <laughs> just, mm. you know, we try and keep people
2: happy. Not happy, that's not right. Yeah. Part.
1: But, you know, we try and lighten the mood, you know. There's yeah. not a lot of gloom around.
2: Yeah. So, um, I, I, I think if you, if you write upbeat songs... Right. Uh, I, personally, I don't I don't understand the expression cheesy. I mean, I understand it, but I don't understand why it's used because the stuff that I... When I, when I hear the charts or when I, listen, when I make the mistake of tuning into any radio stations, Good Excuse call. That sounds cheesy to me. Yeah. Endless, boring R and B, and all these mm. songs that sound like they're programmed and written by the same people. To me, that sounds cheesy. Um, I don't. So I, I don't really get. We get labelled with it sometimes. Uh, depends on the depends on the territory, of the country, really. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you go. I think Paul McCartney's
1: one person you could, if you wanted to, you could attack by saying he, some of the stuff is easy. Something like love songs, you know, happiness, love songs, or whatever. You know what I mean? Honey pie of the White Album. I mean, you know, some of those things melodically you could say quite cheesy, but they're but great. They're really, really good.
0: Well, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I no. my my Apple Music playlist is infested with like said Fred tunes, so.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, well, I, I mean, I love Americana. I really love listening. It was in the gym. Yeah, listening to um, Leonard Skinner. Oh yeah. I, I love stuff. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I absolutely love it. And uh, you know, so it's it's just courses for courses. Whatever. Just because what we write is not necessarily what we listen to. Mm. Um, and Fred likes tends to like dance music more than I do. I tend to listen to guitar music more more than anything else. Mm. Um, and then we meet kind of in the middle, you know, which, so we do a, a bit of a cross between the two. I think that's, that's what it is. But like, the cheesy thing, I don't care. We, we just, if people like it, to be absolutely honest with you, if people yeah. like it, I don't, I re- we need them good care.
0: No. Um, but I mean, if you, if you listen to your music, uh, which uh, obviously you do, so that's a stupid comment. Sorry, sorry for saying it like that. Yeah. Um, but all your music is uplifting pretty much
2: most yeah i mean mm. it depends if you get started if you listen to some of the album stuff mm. it get we we have some we've done ballads we've done sort of reflective things in terms of the singles the, the big songs tend to be a bit uplifting but that's how radio responds record companies mm. or or fans you know so it um, d- depends depends where you get the where, 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 which which albums choose yeah. for. you know there's some some stuff even on the first album we had um um those simple things that we had is true about love which are more um thoughtful i've um, never we
1: do we sorry, but we do tend to write you're absolutely right to say that our intonation is to write um up you know up stuff stuff that with a with a positive mood yes yeah, it is we yeah. do tend to do it,
0: yeah um but i mean you know your your actual skills are superb i mean that that's uh, where do you go uh, 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 by Peter, uh, what's his name now Starsted Yes Starsted Absolutely yes. beautiful rendition
3: Thank Yes
2: so it is a brilliant song it's it's a great So time. it's uh it's, it's a pleasure to play it and do. Sad, yeah. and a sad song Yeah actually. yeah the lyrics just it's fantastic. actually a song. Yeah but
0: I mean Richard your voice is outstanding It just fits that song 100%
1: Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I should have been a country singer. I think. I think the country <laughs> singing thing would have suited me. Should have been born in Nashville or somewhere. Um, I, yeah, I was. I, mean, I, I wanted to be Steve Tyler when I was younger, uh, or, or Robert Plant, or somebody, uh, or or Paul rogers You know that sort of screaming rock thing. And I just don't. I don't have it. I, I, I'm a bass baritone. That's that's what I am. And uh, you.
3: You, you also need hair.
1: <laughs> and you need hair. But I, you well, can Jews, always. Um, Rob Halford doesn't have hair No, no. You, you can wear a. <laughs> I have actually. Oh, well, we should show you. Actually, we have actually worn wigs in our time, and I do look like I had a black long back wig at one time, and I look like a kind of retired heavy metal guitarist from some mm. sort of cheesy 70s you know, goth band. Um, but yeah, the, the heavy stuff you do tend to. They all tend to have hair. Um, that's true. Uh, although that was well, so that guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a back guy, wasn't there? Who? Um, um, oh God, uh, colour. Um, but in colour. Yeah, they weren't heavy rock or anything. Right no, there, no, but no, They were. They were it wasn't sort of cheesy pop. They were sort of quite, you know, quite serious, wasn't it?
2: Not Vernon, Vernon Reid wasn't, wasn't he? He's, he's got dreads. No, there's a bald guy
0: then. Sorry, sorry. There's
1: really? A, there's a, a no, <laughs> no. Are, you, are you,
0: are you, gents, having a a Noel and Liam moment?
1: No, no, no. that's no. my, my my memory of I can't. I forget faces, names. Terrible, really. Actually, I was I
0: was but, asking uh, yeah. I was asking a bit of a loaded question. Um, being brothers, do you have creative yeah. differences that are significant?
2: Not significant, no. No, we don't really let that in the way. Life's a bit too short for uh, mm. that sort of playground. You know, it's my ball, you know, yeah. you can't play. We, yeah. we don't really get that. No, and broadly speaking, we agree. on most, yeah.
1: um, You know, 90% of the time, we agree on on what, what a good hook is or what the chorus could do. We mm. sometimes dispute arrangements, mm. you know, whether we should have half a chorus or a whole chorus or half of us or put an in like, life-changing. But it's not life-changing stuff, no. No.
0: Let me read you one or two comments quickly before we carry on. Um, okay. Someone says, yeah, they attended your concert back in the day when you were in Cape Town. Do you remember that? Yes.
2: I uh,
3: being yeah.
0: In that we, time. we 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 uh, we played there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. We do, do so it, that's yes. that's my
2: city. That's
3: where I live.
0: Um, oh right. Yeah. Uh, right at the bottom tip of the of the continent. Uh, uh, someone says, yeah. Please ask yep. Richard and Fred to say hello to Daniela, who's nine years old, and Liam, who's two years old, who are huge fans of Right Said Fred
2: okay well hello daniela hello daniel and, and hello Liam. hello we <laughs> right, he tell and thank you for so uh, supporting the band. yeah thank you very much nice um and then
0: I'll, I'll read you one more comment from pia he says the best years of my life was 1991 1992 working at the wild coast sun and right said fred was was part of our theme song list don't talk just kiss for those sultry Ooh, days <laughs> That's yes, right.
1: yes, we remember that well. We remember that well. Thanks for memory. Yeah. Don't just kiss was one of those songs that weirdly in G- uh, Germany was one of the few territories where sexy didn't happen first. Uh it was Don't Talk Just Kiss that took off first, and then Sexy followed on followed in its wake. Um and Don't Talk Just Kiss was a big hit for us yeah. in South America. So that was it's a it's a song that it tends to get forgotten, but for us in many territories it was it was actually a, a very useful and happy experience to put that song out.
0: I want to I want to segue just a little bit here and ask you guys um, I suppose a funny question also, but yeah. everybody will always ask you what were some of your best moments? Um, and, and you can answer that, but I'd also like to know some of your worst moments. <laughs>
3: um,
2: well, best moments, um, yeah, I mean, in terms, of, in terms of best moments, when we heard we were number one in America, that was uh, a very memorable moment. Um, we. Um, Playing some of the sort of when you feel the track is is breaking, you, you turn up at a club uh, and you're, you're on the road, you're doing some shows and the mm. response is good, but suddenly you, you get to this tipping point where the song just exploded and we really and, and we turn up at a club and it would just go insane um, and they, they, those are really memorable moments. Get, some of the um, some of the really touching stuff we've done for some charities where. Um, we, we did think of, um, work with a charity called um, Dr- uh, Dreams Come True, and also mm-hmm. Wishes, and it's for terminally ill kids. And when, and when you, you know, you're speaking to a young boy you knows he's gonna, he you knows he's gonna die, and um, he wants to be buried with your t shirts or, or your CD or whatever, sure. uh, and, the, and you realise how important songs are for some people, you know. Um, so things like that gone. Um, called... worst. I can. There's two worst. One
1: is we were in in Australia and um, Peter Stylis had given me some sort of culottes to wear, really, really baggy trousers, uh, black. And uh, I tripped over, they were all over my shoe. they they hung right down to the floor. And I tripped over one leg and fell flat on my face on the stage. Um, That was awful. That was really awful. And then the other one I was wearing in Cleveland, in America, I was wearing um bubble wrap trousers you know the bubble wrap you get in the past we had a pair of, we had a pair of trousers made out of wrap and um they split so remember that they split um and i remember that quite remember that quite clearly so there are quite a few there are quite a few horrors yeah um, um but those two that come out that spring to mind
0: what um what country has been your best experience um, and I don't mean just for music, but just enjoying mm. the country itself.
2: I think Germany yeah, uh, is one a good time in Germany. Most partly because we spend a lot of time there, so it, it, we've, um, mm. we've spent all we've had all the seasons there. They're, they're very good at um, they're very good at putting on an event, uh, and they're very good at having fun. Uh, which I know go with their mm. outer image sometimes <laughs> but, they're, 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 you know, uh, but they are they're really good at putting on festivals and yeah. events um, we had a great time in India we had, a, we had a really good time in South Africa because we were travelling by road a lot mm. and that was really interesting so we, were, we, we, we spent a lot of time in we were in uh, Sweto we were involved in the um, Nelson Mandela Hunger First charity mm. and uh, and then, um, then we Uh, We played in, you know, Durban, Cape Town, Pretoria. um, That's some
1: great Caribbean. Jay
2: Birchberg. So it's a yeah. So that was really good. Um, And parts of America. Yeah, we had we had America was
1: really, I mean, exhausting. Yeah, the sheer
2: size
0: of
1: the place. Yeah, and then the the, the internal flights we took. Um, But um, I remember we were in we were in um, San Francisco, and we were in an open uh, a limo, an open top. And it, sisters of perpetual indulgence.
3: Oh <laughs> were, God, you remember?
1: Were, were all, all these guys dressed up as nuns?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they dropped a box load of condoms through
0: the roof. What? That's
2: right. It. Yeah.
1: We were showered in condoms. Yeah, the
2: sisters of perpetual.
1: Sisters indulgence, of perpetual yeah. indulgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That is um, very funny. So,
0: yeah,
1: and yeah. um we'd never also we in America. We'd never heard of. Uh, um uh hold um you know we're, we're not worthy. Wayne's World. Uh, Wayne's World and we came out of a we never heard it so and we came out of a diner in the middle of nowhere and these two bikes were coming into the diner as we were leaving and that's when they saw us they got on their knees and did the we're not worthy thing
0: that is course, hilarious
1: i didn't because I, I didn't know what they were yeah I, I actually thought they meant it yeah
0: <laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah um so we have got lots of
2: lots of good memories like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um what has been the worst country you've been to?
2: Well, we'd have to say Russia.
0: Yes. Because we, yes. Got,
2: because we got beaten up.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes I read about so, that. What happened?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, what happened was we were doing a private gig on a Saturday night, I think it was. I, I think it was Saturday. And we were in Moscow. Uh, there was a, there was a, um, a march, a, like a pro-civil liberty march happening on Sunday. Uh, which we got invited to. Now, mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't know much about it, and we, we trusted the people we were with because they, they, they sort of seemed to be okay. Um, we turned up at this march, and it wasn't a civil liberties thing. It was an anti age, it was anti-gay thing. It was, um, it was just a lot of really unhappy people who didn't don't seem to like anybody. Um, so we, 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 we turned up there, and it, and it got unpleasant really, really quickly. Uh, what also annoyed the, the uh, neo-Nazi sort of element was that they were talking to the press, and when the pre- when we got out of the out of our vehicle, the um, the press saw us and they left the neo-Nazis and came to talk to us. That aggravated the neo-Nazis wow. considerably, so they came over and started hitting us. So, um, and we've, we've we've worked in that part of the world, uh, Eastern Europe um uh, the baltics and, and russia and, and yeah there's we've had some great experiences but when it comes to the author the um the, the authorities particularly the police you cannot um, retaliate you it, there, there is mm. no leeway so when we started getting beaten and, and i was actually restrained by the police while other people hit me and um so, so if you watch the footage, you see us run. Well, of course, we run because we know what happens if you don't run. Right. Um, and, and yeah. So what? And we, we actually um, we ran for quite a while actually. And uh, what was interesting, we I don't know how we, we got caught up. Our, our tour manager found us, and he knew we were at an Italian restaurant, uh, and we went and hid in the back of this restaurant because we we're being chased by it about was close at the time. Yeah, yeah. It was close, and we we're being chased by about half a dozen these sort of neo nazi guys but what was interesting because we know it's a very corrupt system we found two policemen and our tour manager gave them some money to, to beat up the neo-nazis and that's what they did that's Gee. because we paid them yeah and we, so that it. gave us a bit of time to hide the amusing thing was that in
1: i don't know if it's a russian word or it's a, or it's an acronym i'm not sure what it is but omoh is some kind of security word that, and you see it written on the back of jackets so O M O H is 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 written big letters on the back of these guys' jackets. there's a whole row of these blokes all sitting in a line. But what they don't get is that when you, when you when they're in a line, it just says homo 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 homo. Yeah. Wow. You would think that they
2: would somebody would notice that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was.
2: It, it's it's um. I mean, it, 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 it's a shame we had a really bad experience in a country because it does mm. affect you. Yeah. And we had a similar thing in Poland. Um, with, uh, with again with neo Nazis, um, and um, it, it 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 does affect you, and you, and you have to be very careful because they will, if they get a chance, they will have a go at you. Um, but yeah, it's important not to not to take the whole country like that because we met, we right. had some really good times in Russia, we had some really good times in Poland, yeah. and it's just a small element that screwed it up for people. Yeah. So you don't you don't fact, suppose
0: well. you don't suppose uh, that uh, singing you're my mate uh, goes down terribly well in a place like Russia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think I don't know how well I did there. I think what's weird is that they just didn't like the the flamboyance of the band. They don't really, they don't know if I'm gay or rich or, I mean, They don't actually care. Mm. They just want to have a go at you. They've just decided let's have a go. You We've know, I've heard
1: similar stories from um, from black artists in other countries who yes. had yeah, had racist them. issues. Um, you know, in, in place in South America, um, where the black artists that we know of um, had to have security all the time. So it's not you. You just have to be careful. We had it, We even had it on holiday once. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we we even had. You know, we even we were warned on on. I won't say where we were, but um, if the chambermaids got the impression that two people of the same sex were sharing a room, they would be paid by the local police to report it.
3: Gee, yes,
0: that right. is weird, eh? Hey? So you have well, to you
1: know. You just, you, yeah, you just got to be careful. It's. I think probably it's improved a lot actually, no. uh, in in some of these places. I'm sure it must have done. Uh, but, I, but I think I would always advise people to be very, very careful if they're going on holiday or going anywhere with a partner of the same sex.
0: Well, since we are in that that sort of serious part of the conversation, not not necessarily yeah. by design, but let's just quickly cover this elephant in the room. Um, I, I mentioned yeah. elephant in the room earlier, but there are a couple of elephants in the room. Um, and that is how I actually got onto you, onto you guys for this particular conversation was um, you've been fairly vocal um, and outspoken about the lockdowns. Now, this is something that
2: yes.
0: to which we can all relate. Uh, we've got it here. Yeah. The whole world is experiencing this. And it definitely seems to be a, 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 um, citizens versus a state kind of thing. Because a lot of the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you guys were in the media just a few days ago um, because... Yeah. Because of pictures you were posting, what what was all that about?
2: We went to a, uh, a, a a protest at the end of September. We've been to about three or four now, and basically the protests are based on it's it's around an organisation called Save Our Rights. It's a it's a civil liberties, free speech, uh, advocacy, uh, protest. Our, what happened was is a free speech protest you know, or rally or march you will get different people from different factions. So you'll have someone who's very concerned about 5G, you'll have someone who's very concerned about, I don't know, paedophilia or, or the Illuminati or you know, anything. So what people do in the media is that if you're at a rally and there's someone with who thinks, as there was a lady as an example, there was a lady, she had a poster, she said that, on the poster it said, the queen eats babies. I think, I think that's what her poster said. Um, now that's not something. yet. that's not something we uh, we particularly no. uh, uh, um, side with, and I don't think there's any proof to support <laughs> it. Personally. But uh, but uh, what happened in the British media is that because we were sharing the same force as those people. It, them, uh, they, they had to. They their assumption was we agreed with every faction within the protest. But yeah. the essence of free speech is to allow those people to <coughs> have that 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 space <coughs> to view. Them. Doesn't mean you agree with it. And um, it's... But the trouble is we seem to have lost the ability of nuance. Yeah. So everything's polarized. You know, you're if, if you if you show concerns about a vaccine, you're anti vaxxer. If you show concerns about yeah. if you're asking questions about COVID nineteen, you're a COVID 19 denier. Right. If you um, if you show concerns about Joe Biden, you're a Trump fan. If you show concerns about Joe Biden fan. Yeah, the, 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 the idea that maybe you sit somewhere in between, maybe you're just asking questions. So i, I thing uh was to, just to ask some questions but now um, you're not allowed uh, to you ask questions about, about, about lockdown we're, we're part of a um a group on twitter called time for recovery which is um a, um it's an anti-lockdown uh, for, uh, forum really and um, the concern being that is when remedy seems to be causing more damage than the initial uh, problem. And so that's what, that's what this, um, uh, this particular thing is about. And it's particularly aimed at the, um, at, the, at the arts, live entertainment as well, and hospitality, which is why Sir Rocco Forte mm. is part of the group, as is Harvey Goldsmith and other uh, well-established people. So, also, you know, also,
1: I think it, uh, if the press uh, uses words, I think it's really interesting. So the, the demonstration we went to last Saturday was, led by the press, an anti-lockdown demonstration let's suppose it was actually anti child abuse demonstration right
0: would they because, because yeah. during
1: the lockdown child abuse has gone up it that's too mm. it's too positive it's and it's too nice and it makes the people there seem too civilized right but actually that's why partly why we were there because the consequences for many many people of the lockdown is so Marked and so, uh, so horrible, you know, losing mm. jobs, losing a partner, perhaps having difficult children, mm. um, med- medication issues, uh, council operations, cancelled consultations. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So, so the, the, if you're anti-lockdown, you're actually anti all the damage that it's doing as well. So, uh, you know, but that, but of course, the press doesn't care to report that.
0: I wanna be a little bit blunt here, uh, because I've been yeah. I've been extremely, extremely vocal about this stuff for months now. Um, and I don't think we need okay. to I don't think we need to be apologetic and defensive. I, for example, think that it's absolutely immoral to, to to have these lockdowns. Um I think it's unethical, I think it's criminal, um and I think the harm that it's causing is long long term it's detrimental the amount i mean south africa south africa already has a hard time with with employment you know this makes it incrementally worse um yes yeah you know so so i i think it's 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 our it's our moral duty to oppose it um and and i don't think i don't think it's something to you know that people need to be ashamed of just in my in my view no yeah
1: yeah yeah. no no, i Okay. No, the thing for me is, even if, even if, let's supposing for argument's sake, you're sitting there talking to somebody who thinks lockdown is a great idea. There is still the issue for me that if it was such a great idea the first time, why do we need a second one? Mm. And why do we need a third one? And what, how can we explain the synchronicity that's going on between all the major nations? Yeah, There's a lot of, you know, for me, there's a lot of unanswered questions here. And the, the weird thing is that the dissent... Which is the fundamental, it's the bedrock of British democracy, if you like, right to dissent and right to argue. But dissent in and of itself is now problematic. And that doesn't seem to me to be very healthy at all.
2: I mean, I was um, getting up on social media the other day, and, that, that, and pe- people now say, well, you're not a scientist. They're, well, you're duh. You know, I can <laughs> I figure that out for myself. Um, but the trouble is, what, my concern is that I've, I, have, I can't remember ever a time. The medical and science community, community being, being so lit. we've yeah. got very, very qualified people, are, you know, on the opposite sides of the debate. With Dr. Mike Yeadon, Carl mm. Hennigan, Tom Jefferson, Sunitra mm. Gupta, Professor Ioannis in in, in uh, um, uh, Stanford, um, Dr. Heiko uh, Schoening in Berlin. So you've got all those people. Who are very concerned about some of the approach to it. And on the other side of that, you've got you Tristan know, um, uh, in Germany, you've yep. got uh, um, Witty and Valence in the UK. So, my thing is that why is, one, why is one opinion more valuable than the other? Is it just because it's following the narrative? Is yes. that, is that, is that, is, it's got that approval? Mm. And I don't know why we can't raise that question. I don't know what's so. I agree with why, you. Why is such an act of heresy to ask questions? No,
1: and even, even with the vaccine now, you've got Fauci coming out in America saying that it's been cleared for use too quickly in the UK. The EU is saying the same thing. So um, John uh, Bell on Channel News the other day, um, that, to paraphrase, he was saying that uh, the, the, the vaccination will only completely sterilise 60 to 70% of the population. But does he mean sterilise the virus? Mm. Or does yeah. he mean sterilized people?
3: No, I think
1: now, he... I, I, I'm not saying that, that, that he means people, but I think some clarity on that would be nice. Yeah, It would be nice to know that, 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 that I'm sorry, guys, what I meant to say was this. There's, yeah. there's an awful lot of um, confusion. And also I think... People have got into the thing where they they agree with you about Johnson. He has pr- proved to be an incredible disappointment. I
0: think. Yeah. yeah um, no, huge. That's uh,
1: I mean, you know, levels of leadership abilities are mm. zero, um, and the lack of the lack of clarity that's been um, that's been delivered to British people about this has got to such a a pitch yeah. now where people are putting masks in an open park. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. My brother was in a cafe this morning, and this woman was sipping coffee under her mask.
0: No, that's so, ridiculous.
1: And, and she's doing that. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yes, yeah, she's doing that because nobody has told her not to. Was, nobody has, sorry, but nobody has told her that is not necessary. It's by omission. They're, they're, yeah. Their crime is, is by virtue of omission of yeah. information. And
2: what was interesting, um, Dr. Roger Hodgkinson in, yes, in, uh, from Canada. Yes, from Canada. Uh, yeah yeah he um he kind of uh, upset a lot of people mm. when he was on um, a Zoom discussion I'm sure you've seen it yeah. and and he actually says it, he actually says masks are completely useless yes. now I'm not saying he's right but surely his opinion being an academic and and, and excelled in that field uh, virology and pathology, and um, and now he runs a, a company. He runs, uh, looks, like is CEO of, is doing the tests, isn't it? he it's, mm. it's, it has something to do with the COVID test yeah. So surely his opinion has a has some has some um what's the word i'm looking for uh, validity yes, yes um, I agree and, with you. and i don't i don't understand why the conversation is so incredibly um one it's, it's it's so unbalanced and so tipped in favor of just one narrative well i don't understand why but mm. otherwise it's acceptable yeah for press, those who've
0: Sorry, let me just quickly say, for for those who've just tuned in, we're listening. We're having a conversation with right said Professor Fred.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think the um, I think part of this all this problem is also that the the levels of trust in politicians over the years has been Mm. has been eroded. Yeah. And so, for many many people, when a politician says. You know, red—that's that, the color red, but it looks like blue. You'll think, you'll, you're, you're not really sure. You right. don't automatically trust what they're telling you. So when they come out and tell you that the vaccine is safe, they're going to roll it out. They're going to do this. They're going to do. This. There is this no. sense that well, these are the people that a year ago I thought were lying through their teeth about almost everything. So I, there's a, there's, there is a, a, a problem with cr-
0: credibility from politicians. Well, I mean, I would never, um, I would never take that vaccine. Never.
1: No, I don't. Well, I was speaking to a lady mm.
0: yesterday. Um,
1: and her best friend is a GP in the UK, and this GP apparently said so she said, I can't obviously say this out loud, she said, but you would have to tie me down if you want to give me that jab, I'm not going to take it. Now, I'm not saying she's right or wrong, I'm just saying that's out there. And the reason that people are so, uh, 50% of the British population will not have the jab, yeah. which is several million, the reason is because there's no absolute, you know, people say to yeah. things like, um, Will you... oh sorry
2: <laughs>
1: sorry sorry can i take this yeah
2: so what do you see it's, it's um okay sorry about that is he is he, answering, uh... is he answering
0: his ipad that's hilarious
2: yeah no he has to um he, he helps out at the local care home and so uh, he was going to. He was due down there, and, uh, oh. and uh, they are just wondering where he is. So it's so funny when you answer the
0: phone and you have this massive. You have a massive iPad at two, yeah.
2: It's, a, it's actually a phone. No, what it is, it's a regular phone, but he's got one of those stupid wallets that do that.
0: Oh, okay. Do you know
2: what I mean? So a leather wallet that flips out, and it looks huge. Yeah, it's not an iPad. No. no.
0: Um, I want to. I want to swing us back to. Um, some 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 happy some happy uplifting stuff um because we what? we're kind of we're kind of preaching to the converted with the lockdown covert stuff i mean if i look at the yeah, comments yeah. everybody everybody agrees with you and is on your side um right. but i wanted to ask you just going back to music for a second um gents yep has yep. the advent of um i don't know how do i say this itunes um has it has it changed the dynamics of making an album
2: yes it has um we're at the moment we're on we're, we're doing we're releasing EPs at the moment, yeah. and it all has like with everything. There's there's you know streaming, iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, all those uh, Deezer, all those platforms. They all have good and bad things. And what people have to understand is that in uh, the early in the early noughties, around two thousand two, I think it was, and there was the whole freak, people freaking out about Napster. I remember and, that. And the major record in the major record company is panicked. And they did some very, very appalling digital deals, which were well, certainly for their artists, they did. Um, and they, they they weren't really, they didn't understand the technology. And we know this because we were working with a major label at the time. Mm. And we had certain conversations with them. And they, the technology was beyond them, they were way behind the curve. Um, and so, so much so, and this is a true story. I know you're going to say. So much so, <laughs> a guy, we were doing uh, we we're working with a record label, I won't say who, and they Can we hear some things? What, what you're working on? I said yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send you something. He didn't respond, so I said, uh, and I went back and said, um, I've, I've sent you an MP3. He didn't know what it was. He said, What do I do? How do I play this? A and R. This is head of A i I've, no. I've crossed my heart. i I crossed my heart. This happened. No. No, he did. He did. He he didn't he, he didn't understand the file. I promise you, and um, I had to explain it to him. And. Um, uh, and but, but what's what happens is that what people have to see is uh take spot of spotify is getting a lot of criticism at the moment and its royalty rates could be a lot better there is no doubt about that mm. but people are comparing it to radio it's a, it's not instead of radio it works alongside it's a different platform it's not yeah. meant to it doesn't even—it's not even in the same. it's not trying to compete either. It's a very different format. So you're seeing a lot of stuff of artists and people complaining about what they get paid, and I get that the royalty's bad, but they also have to look at their record labels, right? Because it's—I can tell you from we we go through a. Um, relationship with Spotify to a third party. And I can tell you that our deal is certainly better than a lot of other artists. And that's because we haven't relied on a major label yes. to do that deal. And and that's part of the problem. Um, and there were some big payouts from Spotify about three or four years ago. And i mean been tens of millions of pounds went to different labels. Did that get paid through to the artists? I have no idea. Certainly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, bigger, got- bigger, you know, you gents mentioned good. earlier
0: that you that you are um independent and that's something that yes. I'm a big fan of but it's very difficult
1: it's very difficult it's it's, mm. it's like most things it's got uh, you know the side is you can artistically you can please yourself and you can release things when you're ready and you can work in a way that that suits you mm. the downside is that you are in, that you're financially much more vulnerable yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so every time we go in the studio we pay for it so we have to be well prepared. We can't just mess around and and uh, waste waste yeah. waste our money. So you, you you have to focus much more heavily on uh, yeah. on, on the financial consequences of being uh, yeah. independent. And I remember when we went when we got, we actually had our own label stupidly, uh, and uh, we did we did some TV and then we got we handed the bill some weeks later for the lighting. Yeah. You know, and uh, suddenly I, I'm I'm not really <laughs> criticising labels particularly because I understand the enormous financial risk they take with mm. artist sometimes do, yeah. and the pressures on them to make money. I, I do get that. I mean, I, I, they're not, you know, universally evil. Um, but so when we had our own label, we fully understood the of labels because we suddenly were a label. Yeah. Um, but now we are, we can work through the internet. We can talk to people like you all over and people, you know, it's, the world is incrementally smaller mm. than it used to be. Um, and we prefer it like this we just like i said we were talking earlier about the old days when you released a record and you'd have conversations with you know stylists, and then the promo and then the video and then the midweek worry and then it was just it it, your blood pressure went through the roof it was just horrible you know it should be a happy time it should be a really happy time and it wasn't half the time
0: i've got a question i want to ask you but i first want to just quickly play you this little clip that i've got here where do you
3: go Tell me the thoughts that surround you. I want to look inside
0: your head. Yes, I do. That's that is, A, beautifully played. Now, I mean, I, I, I play a little bit of guitar myself, so I must, but I must be careful now because you guys are musicians. So I, I can't, I can't speak you? too much about that. But I, I do have a Fender Strat, Um Lone Star, Lone Star Edition. um, and, um okay. But the one thing I must say is your music, I know that that song is a guitar song, but I, yes, I, is, I have yes. a suspicion that you write a lot of your songs on guitars first. We do.
2: Okay. We do. Yeah, we're very old school. Um, so we write with bass riffs, guitar riffs, chord patterns, um, and, and we don't have a home recording studio. Uh, i can tell you we, we put everything on that we we, we actually use my <laughs> phone yep, yeah yeah we, we 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 don't bother with a home studio we used to have a home studio and it and it was we what happened was is we got this, the writing got sidetracked f- for us so what what we prefer to do is we write the basic idea on guitars mm. we have a couple of guitars behind us here and we we we, we sit and write quite a lot. Then we put the basic idea literally on the phone. We'll sing it into the 30 seconds of it into the phone. And then we live with it for months. And we will then put together bit by bit an arrangement. And we'll go into the studio, do a little bit, come out, go to the studio, do a little bit, come out. And we prefer to work like that. Yeah. That's but we fantastic. had our, our, our own studio. Mm. We got really wasted, w- time. wasted a lot of time. And we also we stopped thinking about writing. We got sidetracked by production. And that, and, and that, for some people, that that really works well. You know, some people are brilliant at that. We 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 were hiding. Yeah, you do. You yeah, you can. You, we hide a little bit. So we we, do, we just we have guitars. Yeah. In most of the rooms, um, and you can see where, where, where we've got there. Oh, yeah. There go. Very nice. There you go. Yep. Twelve Street. Street. and I've got a and we have a, and
0: I've got a J forty five. Gee. St. Gibson. Wow, that
1: is nice.
2: Uh, yeah, both, and we and we have guitars around a lot. Mm. So, and I do have a lot of guitars. Uh, I have to say, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a
0: How, how many? How many added. do you have?
2: I've about forty. That is fantastic. 40. Some some uh, it, it, we got really silly at one point. I, mean, I suppose 35 five four is quite silly. But I got up to about sixty at one point. Do you remember the day when you could play them all at once? I could.
0: <laughs> do you have Do you have one of those Jimmy it, it Page? Do you have one of those Jimmy Page double uh, twin necks?
2: I, do you know I did? I, I, I actually, know. I did. I, I had a twin neck. It was so heavy, and I'm quite strong. It, it was so heavy I couldn't stand up with it. It was like this. It was, blood, it it was, was a huge, coffee table. Yeah, it was like this huge. It was wasn't it? it was a coffee <laughs> huge piece of timber. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's um, actually a stupid guitar. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah that, that, I, I mean, know, the like, Jimmy Page looked pretty good, but he had the uh, uh Gibson SG version. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, we, we didn't have one for a while. But the, the guitars I find really um I find them a bit like arts. I think they're mm. beautiful things. Like cars, like like mm. like, yeah. like yeah. you know classic cars. Yeah. Yeah. Well Words can I art,
1: can yeah.
0: can I brag? Can I brag? Yes. Let, let me show you something. Leg? Do you do you have one of these?
2: Oh the ukulele. You no, I do not. No, but they are great. They are great.
1: You mm-hmm.
0: do not own a ukulele. No,
2: no, a mandolin. you a good mandolin.
1: Oh,
0: that's all well, that's good yeah. enough. That's yeah, good enough.
1: Yeah. Have you have you seen the um the ukulele band of Great Britain or whatever they're called?
0: Yes, they are fantastic. And they do all the covers.
1: Yes, and yes, yes, they they do. do they do a great version of Shaft. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, they do this right. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good um, version of Shaft. But the, going back to songwriting, there's a, as an mm. example, there's a song that we had on an album about we were going to put on an album about 3 years ago and we didn't like it and it didn't feel right and blah 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 so we took it off and we've been mulling it ever since and it's only in the last week that we've decided we know we think we know how we should do it so sometimes the song can be around for ages and but it's the delivery and how you how you frame it yeah. that becomes the issue and in this particular case that's exactly what's happened now we can both i think see what we want to do with this song um, but at the time, it, we, it, it was like the, it sounded like the commitments. It was just ew, it was wrong, wrong for us. Really. <clears throat> so yeah, it's it's a it's there's no real um, there's no real plan with any of it. It's it's pretty it's pretty chaotic a lot of the time. Um,
0: do you guys do you guys hate performing any of your songs? I mean, I know that if you're gonna do the same song thousands and thousands of times, do you ever get tired of mm. it? No.
2: No, I mean, what, what happens with uh, with well-known songs is that it, it is the same song, <clears throat> but it's a different environment. I suppose if you were playing a residency, if you're in the same venue every night, it might mm. be different. But the audience and the venue changes. So the so you'll get one song, you know, you'll play I'm Too Sexy one night, <clears throat> people mm. go bonkers. And you play it the next night, our audience much, much prefer stand up for the champions or dippy, dippy or whatever yeah and 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 that, and that happens a lot so the audience and the venue change the song uh, and, and also your mood absolutely yeah and the mood you're in you know i think it's the same with the theater you could say the same to an actor couldn't you know yes. in the theatre, you're
1: doing the same role every day every single night you're right but what they would probably say is that the, the audience changes every night and that's what changes your performance every night
0: yeah i suppose that's a good point um the audience yeah the audience but i mean You've obviously had terrible audiences, also.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, yes, we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yes, we have. We, I remember once we were doing a gig in Germany, and I can't think of the name of the band, but they went on and did sort of Oi 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 type stuff on the floor, and they were supporting us, and we were in the dressing room listening to it, and it was really it was really sort of what well, we thought pretty moronic stuff. And we thought, we'll murder this, we'll absolutely have them, this is going to be easy. And they went down a storm, and we died a death, mm. because the audience wanted, oi 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 So you've never, never take it granted, never assume any. In fact, many, many, many years ago, way before the band happened, we were doing it, we did a gig at a little venue which is now closed, at like all the other venues in London, um, and th- there was a band. Uh, the headline um, was a band, and they were playing their record or their, their song. Yeah, and I heard it, and I thought, "My God, what a load of rubbish! I've never heard such rubbish. It's absolute, it's absolute rubbish." We'll slaughter them. Anyway, the re- the song they were playing within about six weeks was number one. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do I know?
0: <laughs>
3: so, um, they, let me read you I mean, one or two comments
0: before yeah. we come in for a landing. Kyle says, uh, yeah. "You're my mate." He says that song is quite nostalgic. He says it was played a lot um, with the rugby and and all the bries that it we was. had watching a game. Sorry, a brie is a barbecue. I, I'm sure you guys do know that, though. Hey. Oh yes, I have
1: heard that word before. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's yes. Afrikaans for yeah. barbecue. Yeah, it it's the term that song. we use. Sorry, say that again. Yes.
2: Yeah, you're my mate. It was a big song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mm. of course. And, yeah. and picked up by um, your sports channels over there. I think yeah. along with stand up for champions.
0: Yeah. Too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's a very like sports anthem kind of tune both of those yeah, actually
2: we, yeah we never think about
1: i don't really care for sports i mean fred used to play football um i'm not a sports fan at all um these songs were originally written about other other things but they got they got picked up by sports yeah. sports fans and sports productions and stuff um and and that's happened but we didn't write the sports songs actually
0: yeah that it's so strange because your your videos stand up i mean if you watch the music video it it seems like it was designed yeah. for sports.
2: Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, it, it wasn't really. Like, no, no. When, we, I can't explain that. No, that's hilarious sorry. Well, you, you don't have any. You don't have any um, control over the journey a take takes. No. You just—it's like the white stripe. Ba, ba, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. I that they ever ever thought that would be picked up by football fans. No, never exactly. And it's a great riff, you know. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic riff, actually. Um it, it is. All right, let's do let's do one last uh one last comment here before we um before we close. Um okay. Are you working on anything new at the moment?
2: Yes. yes. Although, Always. yeah, I was going to say we actually do that the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got um looking at uh, we've got a song out this uh, tomorrow, in fact, called "We're All Criminals." Um, I've
0: released.
2: already seen that. It uh, came out last week. No video. Yeah. The video did. Mm.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But not the. It's
2: actually released on Friday. Yeah. Um, okay. And then that's part of an EP which comes out. Uh, the rest of the EPs that EPs released are uh, end of January, February. And mm. then we'll be doing a new EP for or new track for April. So we're looking. Up, we tend to work about four or five months in advance. So right. what we're doing at the moment, we're, we're writing for a release in sort of April, I guess.
1: So we're, when we're writing summer stuff, we sit around in the front room, in trunks, in our swimming trunks, and under the parasol. The <laughs> parasol. With your
0: with your <laughs> under seat the sun. shirts shirt on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, we try. We never used to do this. I mean, it's been a good, uh, we've often talked about the lockdown and the, obviously the damage that it's done and the hurt mm. of course, so many people. For us personally, it's been a good thing in as much as it's forced us to, all our gigs have been taken away other with other many other musicians. So it's forced us to regroup a bit, mm. think more carefully about what we write, how we write and how we want the songs to sound. Because previously we would have been going out on a Friday or a Saturday doing a show coming back Sunday or Monday, your two or three days off and then going out again, so we never really got back into the writing. Yeah, you get lazy. You mm. get lazy, and so you start, you start thinking about songs that please the audience. That you know, that becomes your aim, and your aim should be to write a song you really love and believe in, and hope that the audience like it. Uh, you shouldn't necessarily just write for the audience. That is not. That's not what they want you to do. They want you to write songs mm. you believe in and and hope that they like it. It's, well, that's I mean, integrity, it's the isn't right it? Way that's integrity well I, yeah I think that's the problem with talent shows because very often mm. it's the, the, the talent is chasing the audience rather than the audience chasing talent mm.
0: um, sorry I I need to just quickly I said that was gonna be my last question but I just want to bring up that song uh, we're all criminals I forgot about that um, I mean I watched I watched it I read the lyrics I listened to it that's a very deep protest song without a doubt
1: well, it is, it's, it's more, we've been asked this before, and what we say is it's an observational song. It's a comment. Yeah. It's a comment, yeah. We don't, uh, we, we protest about the, you know, there are certain things Fred's pointed out to me. Mm. I mean, for example, there was, there was a cafe in London not long ago, and the guy was, who ran it was obviously a, 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 a strict Christian. It was in Blackpool. Blackpool, was it? Yeah. And uh, they were running psalms on, on, a, on a screen in, within the cafe. And some of the Psalms were probably had anti gay stuff in them. I don't know. Mm. I wasn't there. But either way, he was raided by the police um, because it was offensive to somebody. Now, we, our protest, if we protest at all, is at that. It's at that, the inability of people to speak their mind and to mm. worry about being offensive. So this song is not strictly a protest song because we don't instruct, there's no mm. instruction within that song right. to, to behave in a certain way. We don't want to do that. Oh, this song is purely about this is where we are today. What do you think? It's, I mean, it's a course Yeah, the only thing you could mm. say, I suppose, is it's a We're All Criminals question mark. <laughs> you know, maybe it should have had a question mark.
3: Well,
0: I mean, yeah. listen, yeah. I agree with the song, so I'll, I'll interpret yeah, it yeah, yeah. in a, in a lot yeah. I mean, more you,
1: you, Well, we wrote it originally about surveillance, about surveillance yeah. cameras, and that's when Fred wrote the lyrics. And. Uh, so that's we've always had that in our minds mm. and it's the it's the 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 mission creep of the state is something that everybody is to watch it's not just in the UK but in South Africa in America Everywhere mm. the mm. creep of the state mission creep of the state is is happening all the time and it's very subtle And you need to be you need to have your eyes open and 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 uh, think for yourself
0: 100% agreed. Let me end with this Brom yeah. Brahm in the comments, he says, you're my mate, was my bachelor's party song, and he got so drunk <laughs> to that song.
1: <laughs> it's a good drinking song. It is a really good drinking song. That, that, I, that I will agree
0: with. I'll drink to that.
1: Yes. Gents. Well, the first. Oh, yes, go
0: on. No, 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 no. Yeah. You. Say what oh, you're going to say.
2: It's it a pleasure. Thank
0: you. No, I was oh, going to say, say thank say you so first. much. I interrupted you again. I'm sorry. so sorry.
2: That's
1: right. No, I was just going to say the first video, you're my mate, was shot in a pub. That's
0: all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. I must go see if I can find that yeah. because there are so many versions on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was ever released. I'm not sure it's released. Yeah. It was, oh,
0: okay. Yeah. It, was,
1: it wasn't a very... It's a therapy song and the video came out quite deep and dark, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, really gents, much.
0: it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Uh, it's been very, very enlightening and fun. And listen, you guys are Really great examples of of top notch musicians. Um, I love that. I love that you're so honest about your music. I love that you um, are also very very uplifting. I, I, I'm I'm in a good mood now.
3: Good,
1: good, <laughs> good. It, it is it's it's folk, it's, for, it's music for folks. So it's folk music. Yeah, that's what it is. It's all folk. Pop music is folk music of one kind, of a different kind. So, and it's it's important not to get too precious about it. I think just to enjoy it.
0: Well, I wish you all the best with uh, your upcoming um, EPs, and uh, I will certainly much. certainly support them. And hopefully, we'll chat again in the future.
2: Absolutely, th- no,
1: th- yeah. Thanks yeah. for calling. To talk to you. All right,
0: thanks guys. You. Cheers. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye
3: bye.